Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Free agency is finally here, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have plenty of moves that they need to consider. But there's one shocking move coming, and a lot of good for the Pittsburgh Steelers. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers to go, your daily to go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on youtube.com slash all Steelers talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. And today we're diving into free agency. What is to come? What I expect to happen. And I have a pretty good regime for the Pittsburgh Steelers, a pretty good landscape of how things We'll plan out our peel out for this team in the next week or so. But I see one shocking move happening for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I want to get into it. But first, let's talk about the good that is going to come for this team. For starters, for those of you who are worried about Cam Sutton, he will have a market. There's no there's no doubt about that at this point. Sutton is going to have some interest from other teams. He's going to get more than the $7 million that he's anticipated right now. I could see him landing about 9 to $10 million per season. But that being said, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to make an offer to him to match whatever the highest bidder is. The Steelers love Cam Sutton. They don't want to lose Cam Sutton. He brings versatility. He brings leadership. He is a piece of the puzzle that is very important to the Steelers right now and in the future. He's the guy that they want to be around to develop the next star corner for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And as long as somebody doesn't come out here and toss him 12 to $13 million a season, the Steelers should have no issues coming up with whatever type of money they need to in that nine to $10 million range to go give it to him and bring him back to the Pittsburgh Steelers for at least another two, three seasons. From there, there's very easy signings that the Pittsburgh Steelers can make. Larry Ogunjobi should be very cheap, and if you could get him about 4 to $6 million over a one- to two-year deal, very easy decision to bring him back. He already fits the mold. Yeah, he didn't really have the greatest season, and there's injury troubles But he did make good plays. He fit in well with Cam Hayward in that defense. He's a good role model for guys like DeMarvin Leal and Isaiah Loudermilk. He's a solid piece in the middle. It just makes things a lot easier for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And for Larry O, I don't think he's chasing the bag this offseason. If he gets it, good for him. If he does not, I think that he returns to the Pittsburgh Steelers on a very cheap deal. 
very team-friendly deal and allows both sides to kind of work with each other. Robert Spillane would be next. I don't know what the market for Robert Spillane would be, but I can't anticipate that it's going to be high. I could see one team tossing him an offer and saying, hey, we want you to come be our run-stuffing inside linebacker, and maybe it's more money than the Pittsburgh Steelers are willing to give him, and if that's the case, then they move on, and that's okay. But I don't see that happening. I could guess that Robert Spillane's going to be a relatively easy signing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you played 100% of the snaps in the last four games of the season, chances are the team likes you. And they've shown that Robert Spillane, whether fans want to agree with it or not, is a part of this defense and a pretty big one, and they want him back. He'll be in the rotation next year. I don't think that it stops there. I would guess that the Pittsburgh Steelers add another inside linebacker in free agency. But I do expect them to bring back Spillane to be that 2B kind of player where he's in that starting rotation, gets plenty of reps, and comes relatively cheap. That would be my anticipation for Robert Spillane. Zach Gentry's the same way. I just don't think that the Steelers find anybody who's as cost-friendly as Zach Gentry's going to be who fits the mold of what they're looking to do. They could go out and get anybody in the tight end market or go draft anybody in the tight end market and say, this guy has as much upside as Zach Entry. I think that's probably true. The thing is, Zach Entry is only 26 years old, and the tight end position does not mature the way the rest of the NFL matures. The tight end position is much slower. Guys don't hit their prime until closer to 30. And I don't think Zach Entry is a superstar in the making. But what I'm saying is the last two years have been promising for this guy. He's done a lot of good and progressed in a lot of ways. And I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers see that on top of the fact that he'll be cost friendly means that he's a guy that you bring back and say, we feel totally fine about this move because it's not like you're going to go backwards. It's not like Zach entry is going to come out here and say, Oh yeah, well actually I stink now. No, he's going to keep moving forward. His relationship with Pat Fryermuth is great. His relationship with Connor Hayward is great. With Kenny Pickett in that offensive line is great. He just seems like a good fit for Pittsburgh. I do not see him leaving. Derek Watt is about the same way. Very cheap. Finally had a role on offense last season. He's a special teams ace, and the Pittsburgh Steelers love their special teamers. Obviously, TJ's there. They don't want to leave the city of Pittsburgh, most likely. He's near the end of his career. At this point, just sign a team-friendly deal for a couple of seasons. Finish out your career in Pittsburgh. Call it a day. That's how I see Derek Watt working out. I think it's a very easy decision for both sides. I don't know what a fullback market's going to be this offseason. It can't seemingly be good. So you bring him back. You say, hey, this is as much as we could give you. And Derek Watt should easily just say, yeah, that sounds good. I'll just make as much money as I can make in the next couple of years. And then I'll retire alongside my brother, and it'll be great. I think that works out perfectly for both sides. And I see those four guys being their easy signings on top of Cam Sutton. Then you go to the wide receiver market, and you bring back Miles Boykin, and you bring back Steven Sims. And then I think you release Gunnar Olszewski because Olszewski kind of serves the same purpose as Steven Sims and Miles Boykin. Boykin and Gunner are both their best run blockers in the wide receiver group. Those two were phenomenal last season and all props to Gunner because that dude had a great year as a blocker, but Miles Boykin did too. 
Miles Boykin is probably their best special teams player. And again, they love special teams. Just makes sense. Steven Sims won the the return job halfway through the season. He's going to get it again this year unless Calvin Austin beats him out for it. But it's not going to be Gunner. It just seems like Gunner is an easy move to replace these two with. Or for these two to replace Gunner with, save $2 million, get both of these guys for very, very cheap. Then you have the guys that are leaving. Obviously, Mason Rudolph not coming back. I think any report out there that said, oh, yeah, he's open to was really more of a, yeah, if zero teams offer this guy a contract, which isn't going to happen, we will anti- or we will try to work out a deal with the Pittsburgh Steelers. But I do not think the Pittsburgh Steelers want Mason Rudolph back. I do not think Mason Rudolph wants anything to do with the Pittsburgh Steelers ever again. The guy had a very, very short leash in this city. The fan base hated him. The coaching staff screwed him over way more than once. It was not a great fit for Mason Rudolph. It stinks that he had to start his career here. I wish him nothing but the best, but he's leaving. Devin Bush is the other one. There's no way he's coming back. I think he wants out of Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh wants out of him. Bad decision. A bust of a 10th overall pick. Guy just never worked out. You take that L and you move on with it. And then the third one is Benny Snell Jr., who I don't think has any ill will towards the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers have any ill will towards him. I think the difference here is that Benny Snell is a quality backup running back. He's a guy who's great at short yardage and could get you those three to five yards if you need them, but he was behind Najee Harris, who could get you three to five yards if you need it, and you're going to put Najee Harris out there every single time over Benny Snell Jr., On top of that, Snell is a great pass blocker, a great special teamer, and somewhere he's going to get a role where he actually contributes on offense and on special teams, and I think he deserves that. I think he was looking for that. The Steelers understand that he's looking for that, and I think he gets a better opportunity in free agency. I think Snell has been a great guy in the locker room, somebody who has helped people like Anthony McFarland and Jalen Warren and Najee Harris to a degree. And I think that somewhere is going to get a little bit lucky with a guy who's willing to come in here and kind of just be a team player. And finally, the shocking move. And I know it's not the biggest name, and I know it's not the most, oh my gosh, the Steelers are doomed without it. I think they'll be just fine without him. But there is a player that I anticipate leaving in free agency, and that is Terrell Edmonds. I see the Steelers re-signing DeMonte KZ and then trying to re-sign Terrell Edmonds. But KZ's market's going to be low. He's going to be 30 years old by the start of the season. He's at the back half of his career. He's dealing with injuries. At this point, he's not going to be worth a bunch of money. He understands that. The Steelers enjoyed their time with him. He's a playmaker. He makes splash plays. He He takes risks. The Steelers are going to offer him a contract. There's mutual interest reportedly. KZ comes back to Pittsburgh. I think that's an easy one. Edmonds, on the other hand, I think they're going to try and get him back. They're not going to let Terrell Edmonds walk. They're not going to look at him and say, oh, we have KZ, so we don't need Edmonds. But all it takes is one team to throw a big contract at Terrell Edmonds, and he's not coming back to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's what he was looking for last offseason. It didn't happen. He had a better year this year. Again, all it takes is one. And if one team is willing to offer this guy anything more than what the Pittsburgh Steelers are, he's going to take it. He's going to run. 
And that doesn't have to be a huge contract. All it has to be is six or $7 million a season for him to say, whoa, that's a lot of money compared to the three or four that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to offer me. I'm going this way. That's the thing is the Steelers aren't going to throw a large contract at Edmonds. They're just not. The safety market is very low. They could get KZ back for even cheaper. I think Edmonds value in Pittsburgh is anywhere from two to $4 million. All it takes is one team to say, we'll give you five to $8 million. That's what he was looking for last year. He was looking for his payday. If it comes this year, I think that he leaves. It's a much similar situation to the Juju Smith-Schuster saga. He came back, team-friendly deal. He didn't have a market. The next year, he had a little bit of a market. Somebody signed him. He left. I don't anticipate Terrell Edmonds having a huge market, but I do think there's going to be teams that are looking at him, and I do think somebody somewhere is going to need a cost-efficient safety, and I think they're going to toss him a number that's a bit higher than Pittsburgh's, and they're just going to say, hey, man, come play, play for us and make a little bit more money, and he's going to say, yeah, that sounds good to me, and he leaves. I don't think there's any ill will on e- either side. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers end up just fine with DeMonte KZ, and maybe they add a safety in the NFL draft or add another one in free agency. I think Minka Fitzpatrick could play alongside anybody and be just fine, and I honestly think Terrell Edmonds is going to do well no matter where he is. I think he's a starter quality safety in the NFL, even if he doesn't come up with a bunch of picks. And I think the move works out for both sides, but I do anticipate the Pittsburgh Steelers losing him in free agency. That's my big shocker. We'll see what happens this week. The Pittsburgh Steelers have one wild week to two weeks in front of them. It's going to be a lot of fun. Look for a lot of news and check everything out at allsteelers.com.